You're listening to a podcast from the Annie and Ando Show. Eskimo Joe is one of Australia's best bands. Formed more than 20 years ago, they've had 35 ARIA nominations, six studio albums, and live performances almost anywhere and everywhere in the world, including the Sundance Film Festival in the States. Hey, thanks for taking the time to talk to me, Joel Quartermain. Good morning. Hello, Rando. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well, thank you. Hey, um, I'm going to start with a really obvious question, if you don't mind. It's been seven years since we've heard from... Or, or seen a release from you. I was going to say heard from you, but uh-huh. you've been touring heaps. What have you been up to? Uh, we've all gone off and done some separate stuff. Like I've moved to Melbourne uh, and doing lots of songwriting and producing with different artists. Yep. Um, Cav and Stu have remained in Frio. Stu's like uh, managed a radio station for a while. Now he's looking after the Fairbridge Folk Festival and Cav released a solo album and is doing... Um, some educational stuff with music and it started a podcast. So we've all been... Um, been busy. We've all been busy. Yeah, busy, <laughs> busy, but outside of the show, which yeah. is good. I'm guessing a whole bunch of things have changed over the years in terms of marriages, divorces, partners, kids, you know, growing growing <laughs> up. Have you? What have you noticed with the band or the three of you that's really significantly changed? Um, I think that what's significantly changed is after 17 years of doing it full-time and kind of living in each other's pockets for, for that many years... I think we're we're actually like a lot more appreciative of each other now. Yeah. Um, after going off and doing our own thing, there's a lot of respect. It's like a it's like a brotherhood, I guess. It's like a sibling relationship. We're all very different people, but we all know that we've got each other's backs. So when we catch up now, we've got news. There's been a bit of time between drinks, so <laughs> we're looking forward to seeing each other and we're looking forward to playing a show. So it's taken the career the careerist view out of the band where it got to a point where it seemed like there were a lot of meetings and a lot of talk about budget and blah, 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 and wasn't so much about the music. Now it's a lot more about the music, I think. Nice. That's um. I remember already an interview of yours where you said something around, you know, it became corporate or it felt corporate that it was like a rhythm. Okay, write the album, release the album, go on tour, yada, yada. And so now it's feeling very different to that. Yeah, I guess when you're doing it full time and in that cycle, you've also got a bit of a machine around the band. Yeah. So you've got people depending on the record being good and going well and, and all that because you're paying people's wages and rah, rah, rah. And, and it became as much about running a business as it did about making music whereas when we started you know there was no thought of that there was you know we had stars in our eyes but we didn't um we didn't kind of think of it as a business machine now it's just like you know for the love and fun of it really which is going back to the, the pure essence of why anyone makes music so enjoying it man. how hard was it to get the three of you in a room you, as you mentioned before you've moved to melbourne the other guys are still in frio yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and you've got other commitments it's not just you're sitting around waiting for the call no i mean um, it's impossible to get us in a room at the moment because there's no way they'll let me into WA, um, Sorry. being a Melbourneite, and yeah. you know we can get on a Zoom call, but you know that's not really the best. And it's an okay substitute, but it's not the thing, is it? I mean, like when we do get in the room, say uh, writing this song, it probably took was written over like six to eight months of when we could get in the room together. Yeah. You know, when we could steal some some time to do it, and then record it over a couple of weeks as well when we could get in the room together. So it's kind of slows the process up, but but then. 
again, it gives us time to to sleep on decisions and, and live with the musical ideas. And I think we've ended up, I mean, this song, we're really happy with it. We think it's a, a really good Eskimo Joe song. So, it's a banging track. Um, thanks, man. We've been spinning it since it dropped here at Joy, and it's called Say Something. And yeah. you say you, you've been writing it for a little while. If you think of some of the, or I think about some of the lyrics in there for right now with what's going on in the world, how does that mm. feel when you listen to it? Yeah, I mean, the, t- the timing's kind of a bit eerie, I guess. Yeah. I mean, when we started, when we wrote the chorus was about um, 2018. So, I mean, there's there's no way we could expect or see into the future as to what w- would be happening now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, at the time, we were kind of inspired by, uh, by the activism going on around climate change and young people sort of getting out there and having their voice heard about what kind of world they wanted to live in. Yeah. And um, we thought that was great. And when we started working on the song we had the, the line just say say something and then together Cav and I came up with the only thing to fear is silence, silence. and then we kind of were like oh there's something really cool in it. that's a great statement and we worked out from there but we were thinking at the time when we just had that bit we were talking about it and I kind of said oh it's kind of like shout by tears for fears like <laughs> yeah it, you know yep. get out there the song and, and have your say like don't be silent um you know you can be you can be pissed off but silent and that's doesn't get anyone anywhere. So I think actually having a voice about what you think is right is important. So yeah. that's what the song's it's about. Beautiful yeah. lyrics. Beautiful. And, and as you said, it's kind of eerie that it's landed or dropped right now and Ugh, with what's going yeah. on in the world. And I think you're right. The whole concept of so doing nothing is nearly as bad as doing something bad. Like say something, do something. Yeah, that kind of being complicit. You yep. know, silence is, is being complicit in, in something. I mean, if you've got, you know, someone, someone, speaking um, in a racial manner or whatever it is, it's now's the time to sort of say, hey, that, that's not okay. Yeah. You've done some phenomenal tours and, and arguably, depending on who you ask, the energy when you perform live is just something magical. In local Australia, we've got Australian Open, AFL Grand Final, NRL State of Origin. Do you have a most memorable sort of big gig in, in a sports stadium that comes to mind? Yeah, we played this thing called um, Sound, show called Sound Relief um, in 2009. It was, it was massive fires and this was yeah. um, in aid of raising funds for that and I think uh, Coldplay who were in town and they opened up with John Farnham singing You're the Voice which was pretty magic Yeah. and then later on that day we went on stage and we had this big technical issue like in the first song the audience couldn't tell but we could tell in our in-ears and we were kind of fretting that the rest of the show would turn to soup <laughs> and then the, the problem got fixed in the first song but I think that the adrenaline that remained had us on this high and then we played the rest of the show and everything it was probably the best show we've ever played and there were 60,000 people there and kind of looking across the stage at your bandmates going wow this is this is kind of the dream when you start a band you know in high school or whatever yeah to be doing a show like this and the band firing and people loving the songs and that kind of thing it was was just an amazing moment that I'll never forget that's when you kind of stood back had a look at the band itself and kind of went probably doesn't get any better, better than, than this, this. this moment right now and to be able to savor that and be mindful of that in the moment was, was an amazing time wow that's incredible because i think that was uh, that was in sydney and melbourne at the same time and um yes. hunters and collectors yep. came back for the first time in like over a decade to play it was pretty incredible line and the whole energy of that thing so i can hear what you're saying that's really cool hey um it was huge yeah you've also yeah. you kicked off pre-covid uh 19 you kicked off a tour a couple of years ago with some pretty pretty special orchestras around 
Australia, didn't you? Mm, that that those shows were kind of um, you know to mark the anniversary of the band. Yep. The twentieth, I think, or twenty first anniversary yep. of the band, and um, it was like a reimagining of nineteen Same. songs through our back catalogue into an orchestra kind of thing, and it kind of was a real shot shot in the arm for the band because um, you know at at points you kind of take band and the band's catalogue or legacy for, for granted a bit and doing those shows, um, having them reimagined with this, uh, you know, cinematic mm. widescreen orchestra kind of thing. Some of the songs were written 20 years ago in our bedrooms or whatever. Um, having them perform like that was, was a real, I don't know, it was a, like a realisation that the, the back cat- the songs we would created were meaningful and yeah. and um, it sort of helped us all, you know, fall in love with the band again a little bit, I guess. And <laughs> Yeah. It's like looking through an old photo album kind of thing, doing a show like that, and it's quite um, gets a bit sentimental. Mm, and, yeah, yeah, it was already there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you have moments on stage when when we're doing that, you know, when you, you're like, wow, this is this is such an honour to mm. be playing these songs that we wrote 20 years ago when we were kids, you know, <laughs> when we had no experience with 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 a 52 piece orchestra, you know, with wow. every single bell and whistle that you could imagine. Mm. Um, what what an honour! Yeah, you know? so it was that was amazing. Was that around the same time you started releasing vinyl back catalogue in terms of select pieces that you were putting onto vinyl and re-releasing? That's right. Yeah, as part of the anniversary. Wow. Yeah, so there were a lot of, you know, we had to go back and listen to a lot of the demos and the B-sides and all that sort of stuff from, from those periods and lots of stuff that we'd forgotten about, you know, because yep. um, it was so long ago. So it was like, you know, just sparking a lot of memories and, and um, you know, everyone sort of getting sentimental about the band. And it was a, it was kind of a nice thing after, I think after the 17 years of doing it full time we and going into taking a sabbatical, we were all well and truly like sick of <laughs> doing the band yeah. at that point and pretty excited to do some other things. But coming back to it, you know, I think that was the the impetus, having that retrospective look at what we'd done, you know. Wow. Joel Quartermain, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us this morning. If people want to check out this track, the best way to support local talent and a great Australian band is download it, pay for the pay for the clip, and um, visit eskimojo.net if you want to subscribe. Where else can people find out information, mate? That's right. I mean, uh, there's Eskimo Joe Music on Instagram. Yep. And we're on Twitter as well. Um, I'm sure it's not too hard to find the handle for that. And then, you know, all the usual streaming outlets, your Spotify, Apple Music, these are those kind of things. So it's it's out there and just a, a Google search away. Yeah, and if you haven't heard it, here it is right now on Joy 94.9. You're up early with Annie and Ando. You were just listening to a podcast from the Annie and Ando Show. You can find more on iTunes, the Android Store, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.